everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2017 Week 50, which consisted of, on December 11th through 13th, Raw Episode 1281, SmackDown 956, 205 Live 55, Main Event 272, and NXT 425. This week leads us right into Clash of Champions on the 17th. And I am uh, I'm somewhat excited for this pay-per-view. Not nearly as excited as I was for Survivor Series, uh, nor as excited as I am for the upcoming Royal Rumble and TakeOver that precedes it. Um, but this should s- still have some pretty good stuff. But before we talk about that... Uh, let's talk about all of the other shows. So I'm going to skip talking about SmackDown uh, since Clash of Champions is a SmackDown uh, show and just talk about all the other shows first. So on Raw, we had a bunch of The Bar and Joe beating up The Shields. Oh, you know what? Something that was also on television this week was Tribute to the Troops, but I have not watched it. Uh, it sounds like it could have been pretty... Pretty solid, a six-man tag team match, The Bar versus Samoa Joe and the... Oh, sorry. The Bar and Samoa Joe versus The Shield uh, and some other matches as as well. But anyway, uh, yeah, lots of Samoa Joe and The Bar beating up The Shield and vice versa. Throughout the episode, uh, we had Rollins versus Sheamus, which is pretty... It was, it was good. It was all right. Uh, Rollins won via the knee, that spin-out knee strike, whatever they're calling it. They don't have. It doesn't have a name yet. How does it not have a name yet? He started doing it like six months ago, seven months ago. How does it not have a name? And it's not. It, it works a lot better in a tag team situation as a setup to the the. The dirty deeds but anyway he still won the match um later on in the show we also had uh samoa joe versus dean ambrose which uh joe won uh jason jordan watched the match was it was it dq did he get involved oh he, he provided kind of a a distraction that uh so there was no disqualification but it provided the opening that joe needed to to get that coquina clutch on dean i think is it that might not be exactly what happened um i'm, I'm talking about all these matches out of order because i want to talk about the the final shield versus bar match of the nights uh last because it was awesome uh but first the main event was kane versus braun Strowman. they got a double count out and then continued fighting each other and uh, we end the night with Kane getting power slammed through a table. So uh, this match was supposed to determine which one of them would fight uh, Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. We're told that Brock Lesnar will make an appearance next week on Raw, so I'm sure he'll uh, put some type of word out there that one or the other of them, 
or both of them are going to fight him. It'll have something to do with the Royal Rumble because that's the next time we'll see Brock actually fight. Speaking of that, uh, on main event, we had another match with uh, Kurt Hawkins losing, continues losing streak to 141-0 and 0, uh, against Rhino. And it, it's, it's fun to see him get beat on main event pretty much every week. But how about we get him just totally destroyed by one of these top guys as because we currently we just keep seeing them especially on raw all the top guys just go against each other every every week um in some some amalgamation of uh whatever combination of these tag teams and all that kind of thing and then these single matchups etc etc well let's mix it up a little bit show how strong they are and have them face Kurt Hawkins, have them face the facts and uh, just destroy him. And that would get Kurt Hawkins a little bit of prime time uh, visibility there. And it would help whoever totally destroys him. Instead of him just going up against the same guys every week, mostly Heath Slater and Rhino. And... Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Heath, Sl- Heath Slater and Rhino are playing a- an easy opponent just to grind experience points because they know they'll be able to beat him pre- pretty easily. It's a, it's a close call sometimes, but uh, they they don't really have anything to worry about. Um, instead, we should be seeing Kurt Hawkins trying to to shoot for the stars himself and make more stars from his star factory not just uh the same guys all the time but anyway uh yeah we'll find out next week something in regards to this Braun and kane business uh and then we also had oscar versus alicia fox except alicia fox didn't make it out to the ring because absolution had beaten her up uh absolution comes out and finally confronts oscar and Paige uh, has some words for her. They attack. Asuka mostly fights them off, but uh, three-on-one, she gets overwhelmed eventually. But before Paige can hit whatever her finisher is called, um, the the rest of the women's rock locker room run out and kind of save the day, fight off Absolution, and they're all just, uh, you know, doing, doing that thing. Uh, from the ring like it's towards the entrance that they do when they've fought somebody off so uh not a lot while we did get oh man asuka's takedown into those that that arm holds is so great it's one of my favorite things ever it's even even more of a favorite thing than randy orton's scoop power slam even more of a favorite thing than samoa joe's hiranagi even more of a favorite thing than uh, a, a springboard 450 splash from AJ Styles. But I like it. I liked it most. My favorite instance of it was against Dana Brooke a couple of weeks ago when it instantly won the match. Okay. There, there was also some stuff that happened with the Cruiserweights uh, and other segments that were cut out of the Hulu version of the show that I did not see. Um, Oh, and there's uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy stuff. That was all right, I guess. But the main attraction 
the best segment or uh, across multiple segments of the show was Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Dang, this match was awesome. Pay-per-view quality. We didn't we don't have a raw pay-per-view in December. This match is as good as it gets. Cesaro is absolute powerhouse and Roman Reigns, he's pretty good too. So, uh yeah, you got to check out this match if you don't watch anything else in this episode. Uh, it was for the Intercontinental Championship, and there were some moments when it looked like Cesaro could pull it off and win that thing, which would be so fantastic. Uh, but, of course, it uh, then he'd have two championships at the same time. That doesn't make sense. You got to have you gotta have a, the, the stable of three folks with the evenly distributed championship titles. So I, I think Samoa Joe is going to win that intercontinental championship not that he's sided with he is currently aligned with the bar when facing the the shields but he's he's not necessarily friends with them we haven't seen much indication well i don't know he seems kind of the look on their faces after they've accomplished a good beat down uh they, they seem like pretty good friends so yeah roman reigns versus cesaro Friggin' awesome. What I, I I don't even know where to start if I were to talk about my favorite moments because there's so many awesome things. There was uh countering the swing. That was super impressive for Roman Reigns. Uh and then there's also the Superman, the Swiss Superman countering the Superman punches with by just attacking Roman's arm. That was freaking awesome. He just, he basically just punches. Well, he doesn't punch. His, he makes contact with his uh, his elbows. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just totally putting the kibosh on Roman Reigns' Superman punches. Amazing. And then there, he also totally countered the drive-by in an incredible fashion. So, excellent, 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 excellent match. Second favorite match of the week maybe my favorite match it's in my top two or three match top two matches of the week yeah yeah okay i'm skipping smackdown for the moment uh over on 205 live we had uh cedric alexander versus Arya daivari uh gulak antics took place during this match he was on a commentary for part of it and all of that and uh, Cedric Alexander ended up winning the match. Oh, by the way, uh, they they redid a fatal four-way on Monday to determine Gulak's opponent. And the winner of that fatal four-way on Raw was Cedric Alexander. Um, <laughs> we had uh, a promo from... No, was it a promo or the, is it a tweet or that they were reading or something? Um, that's... Kalisto called someone a paro, and <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. Nigel says, "Yeah, that, that, there's that's no reason to call someone a fish." Amazing. Okay, so we had a uh, gentleman Jack Gallagher versus Kalisto. Kalisto uh, won the match, I think, with the Slita del Sol, uh, but then the Brian Kendrick attacked him afterwards, and Kalisto uh, got a good. Good beaten down there. And then the main event 
of the uh, of 205 Live was Tony Nice versus Enzo Amore. Enzo won, and uh, Daivari and Enzo beat up Tony Nice. So t- Tony Nice is on the outs with the Zo train, and uh, they pressure Gulak into joining in to finish him off. And I, I was, I was, like, oh, he, he, he could be such a great guy. This is his moment to turn on the Zo train, turn the whole show on its head, and become our hero. But he continues the assault. And the Zo train, the Zo train's caboose and whistle remains on track. Drew, Drew? Oh, yeah. In that match with Daivari and Alexander earlier, there's a great moment where they do a handshake. Uh, Gulak and Daivari uh, do a handshake and end it with Drew, Drew. Excellent. But I am still, I am, am very sad that. Uh, that he did turn on his friends. Team PowerPoint, no more. Okay, on NXT episode 425, some excellent, excellent matches. The main event was awesome. Uh, I've heard that the USA airing, which is great that USA aired this episode on, on television, on cable television, but I guess they cut out parts of it the biggest part they cut out was the women's match, Ember Moon versus Peyton Royce. Man, that was such a great match. It wasn't really all that long either. It's a bummer that they left that out instead of leaving out some of, well, I don't know what else they left out. Maybe they did leave out some of the uh, other not important stuff because this is important. This is the champion. I don't know if it was a championship match, but the women's champion fighting that that's that's important to put on there i understand the other stuff because we had Almas also champion uh fighting in the, the the match that opened the night uh but the second match was not a championship match uh the champions were not in it uh only lorca and danny burch versus authors of pain authors of pain won that match with the last chapter they could have cut that out and put ember moon versus peyton royce instead that would have been that would have been just fine i think um, anyway, that opening match, Almas versus Fabian Eichner, Almas won with the Hammerlock DDT. It was a pretty decent match, some great moments throughout it, uh, but not necessarily must see. Highlights. Catch the highlights of that one. Uh, some good moments in that tag team match as well. Uh, I really liked Ember Moon versus Peyton Royce. Uh, some fantastic moves from Peyton, especially. Uh, she hit a 619. And uh, then that, uh, that sort of arm bar kind of modified thing over the top rope, which is excellent. Or is that a triangle? I think it's actually a triangle. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, that was a really fun match. And Ember Moon ended up winning after she was able to hit the Eclipse. Then Billy Kay beats up Ember Moon. Nikki Cross comes out and beats up the iconic duo and uh it might be the same sort of situation like nobody beats up the person that i want to beat up except for me probably more likely that than her actually being friends with ember but i guess we'll see in the coming weeks next week i am so so excited we have a uk championship match 
between Pete Dunne, the champion, and Tyler Bate, the former champion. I it's, Every time they go head-to-head, it's fantastic. And then we also have a tag team championship match, uh, Fish and O'Reilly versus um, Eric Young and Alexander Wolf, the NXT tag team champions part of Sanity. Uh, we have Killian Dane in that fatal four-way to determine the number one contender for the uh, NXT championship. So Sanity well represented in all fields in this episode and next week's episode coming up. Uh, we did have a, a promo from them. I didn't take any notes about it. I forget exactly what they said. Um, so yeah, those two matches I am really looking forward to a great way to uh, go into Christmas, close out the year. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen if they are doing new episodes or doing uh, like replays of live events like they did last year for a couple of weeks. Um, I haven't looked into that at all, but this should be, if this is the last like new, new episode for a little while, that's a hell of a way to cap off the year, I think. Um, Okay. And then the main event of NXT, totally worth checking out. Freaking awesome match because uh, both these guys are great. Uh, Alistair Black versus Adam Cole, baby. Um, and the ending, my favorite part, the favorite, my favorite instance of the Black Mass so far. Okay, Alistair Black won with via the Black Mass. Um, Cole is is standing there, face to face. He's so confident that he can take whatever punishment Alistair Black can uh, can give. He's he says to him. Come on, what do you got? He got the black mass, and uh, Alistair Black puts him out with it. But, uh, yeah, the whole match leading up to that point, so, so exciting. Lots of uh, near misses. We almost had a black mass connect earlier in the match. Um, But, uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out. So that earns Alistair Black a place in that fatal four-way I think next week we'll find out the last uh, member of that match. Because currently we have Johnny Gargano, we have Killian Dane, and Aleister Black. That brings us to main event. I already talked about Kurt Hawkins. He faced Rhino, who defeated Kurt Hawkins with a spinebuster. Which brings Kurt Hawkins' losing streak up to 141 losses in a row we also had an excellent tag team match akira tozawa teamed up with grand metallic to face the brian kendrick and jack gallagher grand metallic finished off the match by pinning the brian kendrick after his uh top rope springboard elbow drop deal does it have an actual name i'm gonna look that up i'm curious because um we haven't seen a whole lot of Grand Metallic lately. Uh, we did see uh, a surprise assistance from, was it Lince Dorado? He ran out to to help uh, Kalisto after the uh, HBK attack. DBK. TBK. <laughs> Not the heartbreak kid. The Brian, the Brian Kendrick. Um, okay, so uh, Grand Metallic, his elbow drop does it have a specific name? Just diving elbow drop. 
the metallic driver is is his only actually special specially named move uh otherwise it's just a regular not a regular elbow elbow drop but uh he doesn't have uh fancy words for it um okay let's head back over to smackdown lands we open up the night with aj styles talking to the sings who are done with the maharaja jinder mahal because he turned on them but then aj says but what about this weekend in india you you guys look like you're having a grand old time he i don't know if he's, he didn't say that so despite the Singh brothers attempt to side with aj styles he doesn't believe them and he beats them up uh also my favorite quote from the week was aj when they were talking about how jinder mahal's feet smell now that's that's really gross when i think of it but uh, they say that it smells like cheese, and garlic, and chicken. And AJ says, cheese, garlic, and chicken. The way, just the way he said it. I, it was very, very funny. Um, he, he's had a few moments like that. He used that same delivery. And I, I like it a lot. Great ongoing, uh, not really a, a running joke, but uh, a consistent... Uh, I don't know. A consistent style, I guess you could say. Uh, we had Ruby Riot versus Charlotte's um, Ruby won via disqualification when Natalia attacked. Uh, she was trying to join in on the disruption that the, uh, the Riot squad were causing, I think. And then Naomi comes out and saves the day. Uh, the welcoming committee then comes out and attacks the right squad and sends them packing. So Natalia, it uh, seems like she is trying to get on the side of the riot squad. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be helping either of these women in their match on Sunday. Uh, yeah, uh, again, some similar, very close similarities between raw and SmackDown as far as these, uh, these new trios go. Uh, maybe there'll be some more differentiation as time goes on, or maybe it's part of something bigger, especially going to Royal Rumble. I guess rumor has it that we're going to have a women's Royal Rumble match. That could be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Also, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a women's elimination, elimination chamber match. Well, that's just going off of a, of a mobile video game. But, uh, I mean, they already did a bunch of firsts this last year. First Money in the Bank women's match. First, uh, last year was the first Hell in a Cell women's match. So why not the first women's Royal Rumble and the first women's Elimination Chamber match. And uh, the Royal Rumble, I'm sure, would have some participants from NXT join in on that fun. Gotta have Ember Moon in there. Gotta have the, the iconic duo in there. You gotta have Nikki Cross in there. Otherwise, why? and you also gotta have Kyrie Sane in there. Um, so with them, add them in the mix, and you've got a solid like 25 participants, I think. Because uh, we have about 10 on each show now. Plus 5 per minute. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Up next, we had, uh, let's see, Bobby Roode attacks Dolph Ziggler during Ziggler versus Corbin. So that match does not have a a winner. 
gets thrown out. Um, the Bludgeon Brothers face two poor, poor fellas, one of who has the most memorable scream in recent history. Very funny. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers win, of course. Um, throughout this episode, we had Kevin and Sammy uh, get, handing out flyers, trying to get people to occupy SmackDown. They have taken the Yes movement of yesteryear and turned it into the Yep movement. And as, this is my, one of my favorite story things this week. Um, not necessarily the results of the story, but the fact that they kind of stealthily did this. It's been set up for a few weeks now, the, the whole Yep, triple Yep thing. And it's like seeing the shirt that the P is pasted over the S is... It's like, oh, triple yep, 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 the yep chance. Duh. That's great. So this culminated, well, it, it ultimately culminated in the main event match, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens. But before that, Kevin and Sammy came out to the ring and put out the word, hey, everybody who wants to be a part of this yep movement, come out now. And the only person who comes out is Daniel Bryan. They're so excited. Yes, Daniel Bryan is on his side. But Daniel says, what are you guys doing? He does not join the Yep movement, but he does insert himself as a second special guest referee for the match. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura at Clash of Champions, where if Kevin and Sami lose, they are fired. From the WWE. Okay, before we get to the main event, we also had a celebration of Rusev Day with an amazing victory by Rusev Day. Rusev and Aiden English pick up a victory over the tag team champions. It was not a championship match. Uh, when Rusev, at ringside, not the legal man, uh, super kicked. Maybe just regular. He kicked Jimmy Uso in the face while the referee was a bit distracted. And Aiden English was able to capitalize and secure a win for Rusev Day over day one-ish. And New Day were also at uh, at the commentary table. Provided some pretty fun commentary. And they were also slinging pancakes. Throwing the pancakes at everybody. Um, and then also, we also had a bit with, uh, Sheldon Benjamin and, uh, Chad Gable doing a bit about days, which was, was pretty good. It was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. This whole segment. Very, very nice. So I, uh, it is kind of ludicrous that we have a fatal four-way tag team match at clash of champions for the tag team championship. It's, uh, it's bonkers, but maybe it will end up being great. Amazing. Even could steal the show. It could possibly steal the show. Has a good chance of stealing the show. When you look at, uh, the other, uh, matches that are, are on the card. So speaking of that, Oh, no, not yet. I haven't talked about the main event. We had Nakamura versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens won after uh, Daniel Bryan took the referee's shirt because he's accidentally hit in the face by Kevin Owens. Uh, Nakamura dodged an attack, and Owens uh, 
just elbowed him in the face. Uh, Daniel did not have when he took that shirt. The ref ref just went tumbling off of the apron. That's uh, that wasn't nice. Uh, but anyway, he he claims that he's going to call things down the middle on Sunday, but also in this match. But the fact that Kevin ended up winning somehow means that Dana Bryan is on Kevin's side. No, not at all. He gave plenty of opportunity for the the match to go uh, either way. If it was Shane in that situation, Kevin probably definitely would have lost. And uh, there would be obvious, obvious looking the other way about this or that to lead to that. So, uh, okay, let's talk about the matches at Clash of Champions and my predictions for it. We had a bit of setup with stuff. Mojo Raleigh last week turned on Zack Ryder. So on the kickoff show, we're getting Zack Ryder versus Mojo Raleigh. I think Mojo is probably going to get the victory just because he's, uh, I, I don't know, he's a little bit more jacked. He's a little bit more Zacked than Zach. I, I don't know. We didn't really get anything from either of them this week. And maybe there's some WWE.com stuff. There were, uh, Apparently, Fashion Files was only on WWE.com this week. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, we saw the tail end of it where it's uh, also announced that they'll be fighting the Bludgeon Brothers. And it's on the actual show. Awesome. We get some Brizongo in-ring action on the actual pay-per-view. Uh, I might be the most excited for that because it's a, a regular tag team match. It might be pretty quick because the Bludgeon Brothers have been on quite the tear. But uh, we'll see about that. Uh, we also, so yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers are definitely going to win. But hopefully it's a very entertaining match. Uh, we also have Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think Kevin and Sami will win or there'll be some type of uh, disqualification or maybe things just go down between Shane and Daniel Bryan as they're refereeing at the same time. Uh, that leads, whatever the case is, whatever the actual result of this match is, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that Kevin and Sami will still have their jobs after Sunday. The Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match, uh, which is, from what I understand, all four teams will have a member in the ring at the same time, uh, and then they can only tag in their own partner. So I, it, seems, it seems like it's going to be really chaotic. But the match is all about the Usos, the defending champions versus the New Day, and Shelton, and Gable, and Rusev, and Aiden. Uh, I think it'd be really awesome if Rusev and Aiden won this match. They have a bit of a momentum going into it after their victory this week. Uh, I would be elated if that happened, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not super invested in whoever wins this because they've all been really entertaining and it didn't really depend on one of them being it. It depends on one of them being the champion, but it would still be entertaining if the others one of the others were the champion. Like it doesn't, it's not that particular tag team being the champion that has made this division entertaining lately. Uh, but I would be 
yeah, it would be great to see Rusev and Aiden's celebration after winning the tag team championships. And uh, I would also give him some uh, great momentum going into the mixed match challenge, which I'm also going to talk about in just a minute. Uh, we have Charlotte Flair versus Natalia in a lumberjack match. All the rest of the women's locker room will be around the ring to keep them in the ring and probably beat up Natalia more than Charlotte's. But maybe not. Maybe the welcoming committee will focus more on Charlotte just to beat her up enough so that Carmella can cash in at the last moment or at the opportune moment and come out of 2017 as the SmackDown Women's Champion. I guess. I don't know. It's going to be just bonkers. The, this and the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match insane how many people are involved in it and then we also have all this crazy stuff going on with that uh kevin owens and Sami Zayn tag team match uh kind of silly and then we also have a triple threat match for the united states championship baron corbin the champion versus bobby Roode and dolph ziggler uh, i think bobby Roode will end up uh pinning dolph ziggler and becoming the new united states champion and that will set baron off on a rampage uh for in the coming weeks He's going to be going back after that United States championship, especially because he isn't the one who actually lost it. Probably. I And Bobby Roode is champion. will be pretty great. Uh, and then the main events, I hope this is the main events. Uh, although, I mean, for half of the person that's in it, half of the people that's in it, oh, it's the main event. AJ Styles champion, WWE champion versus Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers at, no, he, they, the promos, the promos from this week say that it's it is going to be one on one. So I'm confident that AJ finishes out the year's champion, but you never know. Maybe all of the titles change hands on this pay per view. The real clash of champions, as uh, we know that all the champions and their opponents are indeed champions because the opponents become the champions, and so that's why there's a clash of them. I guess. Um, although in some cases they are former champions, so it's uh, it, it already qualifies as being accurate. Anyhow, we have this mixed match challenge that's starting January sixteenth, I believe, somewhere around there, mid January, uh, with six teams from Raw, six teams from SmackDown. They are mixed tag teams, one male and one female member, which is pretty cool. It's not exactly the same as intergender tag team matches or straight up intergender matches but it's uh could be a step in the right direction there um they haven't opened up voting for anything yet i don't think but the possible candidates these are roughly how i would want them maybe i'm iffy on some of them um on raw uh the final male participant is up for votes it's between elias jason jordan and samoa joe so obviously Samoa Joe is going to win that vote, right? How could anybody vote for either of the other two unless it's as a goof? And I hope not enough people would vote as a goof to make that happen. Um, so, yeah, it's between those three for the last spots on the Raw teams. And then for the SmackDown teams, the last member will be a uh, one of the three members of the New Day. So we're choosing between... Kofi Kingston, Biggie, and Xavier Woods. 
between those three, I, I don't know. I would like to see any one of them. But for the purposes of my picks, I picked Biggie because of the, some of the social media interaction between the two. I liked uh, him getting along with Natalia and uh, hypothesizing, teaming up uh, on there. So uh, that, that's one, one of my picks, Natalia and Biggie. Charlotte and Bobby Roode, obviously. Uh, Carmella and Sami Zayn, maybe. Uh, Becky and Shinsuke Nakamura, I think would be great. Of course, the two sets of spouses have to, have to be a team. Or it would be kind of funny if, if they were uh, mixed up with each other. But uh, Lana and Rusev and Jimmy and Naomi... Uh, I'll be pretty disappointed if they don't end up teaming up with each other because that'll be pretty fun to watch them work together in the ring since we uh, only see them work together outside of the ring on Total Divas. Um, okay, over on on Raw, I think we'll probably end up with Enzo and Nia Jax. Uh, Alicia and Goldust, maybe. But uh, Asuka has been posting some stuff about teaming with Goldust herself. So, uh, which would make sense with the face paint, but I had uh, Alicia Fox teamed with Goldust, and then Finn Balor teamed with Bailey for the team of Finn Bailey. Sasha Banks teamed up with the Miz. Maybe the Miz would make a lot of sense teaming with Alexa Bliss. So in that case, oh yeah, I'm completely redoing my list. Let's have Enzo and Nia. Alicia Fox and Goldust, Finn Bailey, Sasha Banks and Samoa Joe, Alexa Bliss and The Miz, and Asuka and Braun Strowman. If Asuka is teamed with Braun Strowman, I would be astonished if they lost at any point in this tournament. I guess it's a 12-episode tournaments so we have the six initial matches i believe uh, each episode is only 20 minutes uh so I, I, that's got to be just one match per episode and uh there's some type of social media interaction during the episode before and after to determine i guess what's going to happen or certain elements of each of these matches uh including the actual pairings of each of these teams so I, I'm pretty excited for that. It could be interesting. It's going to be exclusively on Facebook Watch, which uh, could be the start of something moving into the future. Like they're testing the waters for uh, what what do they do next after their current deal at USA um, uh, comes to a conclusion? Do they, they stay with that or they go and do something else? Um, it'll be interesting to see. So uh, that's it for week 50 out of 52. We're almost at the end of 2017. That's, 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 that's crazy. Uh, let me know what you think will happen at Clash of Champions on Sunday and what you thought of everything that happened this week by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time for Clash of Champions. Bye. Mm-hmm.